powerful collaborations, cutting-edge science, and curious minds coming together for a glimpse of the future. Stay tuned as we look at the latest updates on some of the most promising technology projects. In this episode, we take another look at the Decoder Project. This 36-month effort will streamline software development by building a smarter work environment for software coders. Why does this matter to you? Well, perhaps you don't even realize it, but software is ubiquitous. There's no escaping it. When it's working like it should, no one notices. When it doesn't, the effects could be anywhere from annoying all the way to detrimental. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Peter Ballant from Technicon, and today we speak with Victoria Torres, a professor from the Department of Computer Systems and Computation at Polytechnic University of Valencia. She is also part of the Decoder Consortium. In the wake of the COVID-19 restrictions, we speak with Victoria remotely from her home office in Valencia. Welcome to the show, and let's start out with your description of Decoder for the not-so-technically-inclined. Okay, so Decoder is, let's say, a set of uh, tools that can be used um, within a software development project that will help uh, all different type of stakeholders participating in the project um, to better understand uh, all the code, um, documentation, uh, specifications, model, etc., uh, more easily with some assistance and also with uh, visualizing and animation tools that uh, can be very useful to really understand what is uh, behind all the all the um, the code implemented in it. So we could say that this is a software development tool. I would say instead of a tool, a set of tools, because it's, it's many tools that can be used along the different stages of the of the software lifecycle. So from the very beginning, when developers are just creating new um, new artifacts in in, uh, so in source code, for example, or we are including more requirements in our software project, but also by the uh, in the latest latest stages, like for example for testing uh, to verify or validate that all the the implemented uh, stuff or the, all the source code is is properly addressing the requirements that were expected at the beginning. So if the project goes as expected and there are some developments to come out of the project, we could say that the big winner in this would be software developers because uh, this will help them to do their job. It will help them to be more efficient in their jobs. Yeah, I would say they are the main beneficiaries because as I mentioned, the idea is to provide support to them along the whole uh, software life cycle, independently of the type of methodology they are using during this process. So we, we want to, to provide some kind of support at the early stages when they are capturing requirements and uh, how these can be transformed, all the knowledge that can be extracted and linked after, uh, later on with source code, for example, to better uh, improve, maintain, verify all this um, uh, source code. Why is it that this is so important for the EU to promote this idea of software development? I mean, they're putting uh, millions of, of euros behind this project. What's the, what's the idea? What, what's the EU trying to ensure? 
What is clear is that in Europe, they realize that there are many software projects that have been already developed. So there are, if you go to GitHub, there are, there is many, many activities, many projects, uh, many developments, many people contributing to different projects. So there is already a big amount of, of software that has been already developed. And it's clear that uh, we need means to, to, uh, to reuse or to, to really understand what is, is already done instead of doing and redoing the same thing again and again. So uh, the European Commission, so they, in the call, they already set up different challenges or things that for them were interested. Like, for example, it's important that we can increase the productivity of the software development activities by reusing code and software components. And uh, it's important to have means, tools, mechanisms that can help different stakeholders to, to do this properly. Okay, and let's say we look at the average EU citizen and we say, how does this affect them? It, it seems like software development is, is in everything that we do. Everything, most things that we own have some bit of code in them. And is it fair to say that, yeah, we're the average EU citizen is also a beneficiary of this project? Yeah, I, I would say that, yes, because in the end, what we are achieving is to have more, let's say, more uh, software with more quality is also more reliable, more secure, because, yeah, if we make sure that uh, all developers or, or the people involved in a software project during the development really understands well and is capable of identifying uh, all bugs, all inconsistencies. So in the end, what we are uh, ending up is with a more quality product. From your perspective, what kind of challenges have you encountered so far? Or what kind of challenges do you anticipate in the future, in the remainder of the project? So in Decoder, we are providing a set of tools that are going to be used to, to process different types of artifacts, for example, to, to process uh, documentation in natural language, to extract some knowledge out of it, to connect it with source code, also with uh, different types of models. And the thing is, for example, if uh, when once Decoder is finished, it would be very interesting for any company willing to use Decoder to, for example, extend this tool set with new, new tools that are making a different processing that it's necessary for them along a specific stage in the development process. So the integration or the capability for uh, extending this tool set and that is well integrated with the other tools would be also, I would say it would be the main challenge. Okay, so you're saying it's possible that uh, developers down the road can actually use your your set of tools as as a base and then add on to that um, as they see fit or in a way that's convenient for uh, their needs. Exactly. Yeah, this this is the idea. So, for example, uh, we are addressing a very specific use cases, and we are focused on that. But the idea is that the decoder could be used in other use cases, in other fields, or and it can be exploited by yeah with other interests. And uh, for that, we need some kind of extend extensibility of the of the decoder toolset, and especially the integration, let's say, with uh, all these different tools. 
What type of impact can Decoder have on students, um, especially students in a computing engineering uh, environment seeking a engineering degree? How can Decoder affect them? Um, I think this, uh, what we are doing in Decoder would clearly benefit uh, all the programming courses in computer science uh, in un- un- undergraduate degrees because uh, software developers are no longer building uh, software application from, from scratch, but instead from existing code, libraries, frameworks that need to be understood uh, properly and used in, uh, in, to apply new developments. So I think um, our students have to be ready. They, they need to know that when they go out to, to, to work as professionals in, at industry, so they will be involved in existing software development projects. They need to understand uh, what uh, these, all these projects are about. So for sure, they will learn at our university uh, how to, to proceed in a, in a software development process. They will learn techniques. They will learn programming languages. But they need to to understand what is already done. So all the tools, all the tool set I, I mentioned in all the time uh, in this interview in decoder, so are targeted to to process to process all the artifacts that are already in a software project in order to extract some knowledge that can be used, especially for any different stage, for any different type of stakeholders at, along the the software development uh, process. So being on the front lines of education, and especially education in the computing engineering kind of field, does that give you any sort of advantage in your job in Decoder? For us, it would be very interesting, for example, uh, to because we could introduce many of the techniques that have are being developed in the, in the project, in our uh, curricula, for example, so that students get some extra knowledge about the latest innovations regarding software development. But yeah, apart from that, I think Decoder is, is more focused to, to industry, to companies that are working on software development. But as you say, the students also, this is quite a benefit for them because they could sort of get a glimpse into what's sort of really happening in the industry. Yeah, from that point of view, yes, because as I mentioned, so the idea is that uh, we they, they can already experience with the latest innovation in projects such as Decoder. So they will be able to bring all this knowledge and experience into their future life in, 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 the, in the companies they, they will be working at. And for sure, so this will be a big advantage for them. And I, I also think that they will have the chance to, to see that uh, there are also some research that can be done in, in, this, uh, in the computer science field because maybe they are not all willing to go to industry, but they prefer to continue their studies doing some PhD, for example. And in this sense, so it would be also interesting to see or that they, they can see that in this type of projects, it's also possible to do some research for completing a PhD, for example. Yeah, exactly. It's, it sounds like a really great opportunity if you can involve the students in some way, which leads me to my next question. 
what kinds of activities within the scope of Decoder are planned with students at the university? Yeah. Okay. So uh, according to the plan we we have in Decoder, our, uh, the idea is um, to to test the results of Decoder with the students. So for sure, uh, the best test will be done also in in uh, new companies, not the ones included uh, of being partners of, of Decoder currently, but uh, with the students so we can test the results because they will also, as I mentioned, probably will participate or will move to industry once they finish. So, and here it would be very interesting to see if the tools, the, the methodology proposed, the techniques and so on, uh, are valid and are uh, feasible so and understandable and uh, they can really uh, provide some um, uh, improvements in terms of productivity in the in the development process okay and you knew this up front right i mean you always knew that you would have students to count on in some capacity so uh they they were built into the project more or less our idea is to, to use the students from different degrees related to computer science to, to perform some experiments to evaluate uh, mainly uh, code comprehension and also if, if they are really, if the, if the tools and the assistance is provided in Decoder is really helping, for example, for debugging tasks. So the idea is that, uh, yes, we will make experiments with different uh, groups. We will create different uh, groups with different subjects, providing all the facilities developing Decoder and another group with, without using such facilities and then really to measure what's the impact of all these, um, all these tools and support provided to see if there is really um, an improvement or not. And also, I think is, since we are introducing some abstraction into decoder, because when we, we, are, we are providing a, a specific language of specifically for the, for the validation and verification techniques phase, and the, the, here the idea, so they will have to deal with uh, some more abstract uh, language and this may introduce some complexity. It would be very interesting to see if the complexity introduced here at this point uh, is too high or it can be well addressed by all the students. And speaking of computer engineering students, is there a shortage right now or is there a pretty good flow of people moving from studies to the industry? Uh, nowadays, for example, in Spain, uh, I don't know. I think in, in other countries is is even better. I, I'm not sure. But in Spain, they are very well demanded because there are now uh, many necessities, especially in the fields of artificial intelligence, for example, and also um, big data. And uh, is many students from computer science are required to develop within software within these areas, and. Uh, I would say that most of our students, almost in the last uh, course of the degree, uh, they are already having uh, some experience with companies and doing some practical activities. And most of them are or have already uh, a job before they finish their degree. So 
the thing is is quite good and they also have the possibility i think in germany and in other countries uh, in england is also they are very well demanded so i think in computer science nowadays um there is no a big issue regarding uh employment yes and when is it that this project is scheduled to be completed so it will end up by the end of uh, uh, 2021, so next year, December. And uh, as I mentioned, so we are providing support to very specific use cases, but I think the natural um, uh, life cycle, let's say, of Decoder would be to extend it with uh, other use cases, to integrate it with uh, new tools and so on. When you say extend it, do you mean actually extend the project? Uh, yes. So, I mean, extend. I don't know if uh, if the extension means extending the project, but at least extending the tool set because okay. maybe new techniques have been developed and instead of using uh, the algorithms using natural language processing, we are using other type of uh, algorithms that can be used for processing our our uh, software, I don't know. So maybe requirements will be captured uh, in in a in a different uh, format, and then we have developed new techniques to to process them. So I don't know. In the end, though, if you have a lot of knowledge that's gained and perhaps unfinished work, is it possible that there's a second part to this project that could kick off after the first part is complete? I would like to think that this is the case. I would like to think. So I think it would be interesting to use other different areas that are already in uh, in the computer science or yeah, or maybe not in the computer science, but in the uh, psychology or because, uh, I mean, uh, in the end, we have people working in projects. So... There are always problems, some technical, some personal, some social, and uh, we are addressing here the technical point of view, from the technical point of view, but probably there are many other things that can be addressed and would improve the development process. Yeah, why not? Interesting, you mentioned psychological Mm -hmm. as it relates to this. Yeah, who would have thought? And so... It seems to me decoder is sort of filling a need that's not necessarily very visible to the average person. Although the benefits that could come out of this will affect the average uh, citizen in the European Union in 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 a way that is quite important. I mean, bringing down production times, making software more secure and more accurate. These are all really important things that help to keep our world safe and secure because we are basically surrounded by software and it has to be as perfect as it can be. So Decoder is doing a big job in ensuring that mm-hmm. safety. Yeah, you have to think, for example, um, end users, not just in, uh, software end users, but uh, citizens that are using products from different type of uh, domains, let's say. So they they don't have to know how every product has been developed. But for sure, they will complain if this product is not fulfilling their expectations regarding security or, I don't know, just satisfaction, whatever. So for the citizen, decoder is transparent. This means that we are doing things well. 
because uh, we are providing uh, software products that are working safely with some security. So, I mean, uh, they are not complaining about the, the product they are working with. So it's like in factories. So there are some factories, they have introduced many mechanisms to, to ensure that all the regulations are followed and all the workers are safe, the productivity or the, of their workers being achieved, whatever. All these things are transparent to the, to the end user in the end, to the citizen. Exactly. These are things we never really sit down and think about. They just happen to ensure that the average person gets what they exactly. need. I wanted to say thank you for what you're doing, for advancing software in our community and keeping us safe and secure and also contributing to the European Union in this way. It's much appreciated. And also thanks for your work with um, students who are studying computer science. We will need more of them and you're helping to shape the future. So thanks for that as well. Thank you, Peter. This podcast was brought to you by Technicon. The Decoder Project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement number 824231.